Welcome to episode one of the FakePigskin.com's Tinker Time Podcast. I'm your host, Regan Yant. With me tonight is Asher Curzon at RealABC on Twitter. Asher, how are you doing tonight? Pretty good. It's uh, about one o'clock here on the East Coast, but um pretty excited to be on with you. That's good stuff. As as I said, this is our first uh our our, our first episode, episode number one. Um <laughs> of the Tinker Time podcast. Basically how we're going to do this, this is going to run on Sunday mornings. We're going to post this on Sunday mornings. We're going to go through hot fives at every position. I'm going to do standard scoring. You're going to do uh, PPR. And we will do cold fives. Um, guys, we should be sitting this week. So let's start it off. Let's uh, jump right into it. You want to go first? You want me to go first? Um, you can go first. We're doing QBs first. Yeah. And then work, work our way down. Let's go quarterbacks. Um, okay. num- number one quarterback this week, Drew Brees. Let's not get too fancy. Let's, let, let, let's play our studs. And everybody knows Drew Brees is the number one quarterback out there. And he's playing Atlanta division game right off the bat. And they're going to be in a shootout. Let, 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 let's get right to it. And number two quarterback, Guy right on the other side, uh, on, right on the opposite sidelines. Let's go with Matt Ryan because, like I said, I think this game's going to be a shootout right off the bat. It's going to be one of the best games this week. Um, let's get Tom Brady in there against Buffalo. Number four, Tony Romo. Tony Romo gets no love in the real world, but uh, people who know best in the fantasy world know he's an awesome fantasy quarterback. And my number five must start the hot five at quarterback. Number five. Andrew Luck against the Oakland Raiders uh, defense, if you even want to call them a defense, um, <laughs> against the Oakland Raiders uh, non-offense. Uh, I think he's going to light them up. Uh, what do you got for PP? Well, PPR. You well, don't need, you don't PPR really quarterback doesn't matter, yeah, but PPR I will tell you, quarterback. <laughs> I, went a, I went a different route. If guys are deliberating between, you know, a player that has a tough matchup versus maybe a younger, less proven quarterback. So I've got five guys that you may want to consider starting if your number one QB it has go, is going up against a really tough defense. Um, like you said, I've got Andrew Luck. Uh, he's going to torch that defense. It's not a defense. It's just a bunch of guys out there. Um, <laughs> second, I've got Robert Griffin on Monday night. Um, I saw him preseason in Richmond. He's healthy. He's ready. He's been ready to go the whole summer. And I think it, the offense is just going to run wild against Philly. Again, like Oakland, they've got no defense. <laughs> so um, staying in that same game, I think Michael Vick has a good game if they can manage to protect him. Uh, he's got a few weapons, and he always makes plays with his legs. Um, I expect a big game from him. Uh, I also like Ben Roethlisberger at home against Tennessee. Uh, I think they're just going to be slinging it. it. There's a chance they could be down. They don't have a run game. Um, and they're really going to make good use of Roethlisberger and then the three wide receivers. And my last one, it's kind of a surprise. If you guys need a high upside guy for some whatever reason, I really like Ryan Tannehill this week. I know I'm a Finns fan, but I think the Cleveland-Miami game is going to be a shootout, and it's going to be a really underrated game for week one. Homer alert. Homer alert. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, con- I contemplated putting RG3 in here also, but – I, I noticed I, I went through um I, I have the a running back and a uh, wide receiver already from Washington. Oh yeah. And, which which technically probably means I should put uh, the quarterback in there also. <laughs> um and that speaks volumes of what we feel about the Eagles defense. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I mean, even though they're in Philly, or no, it's, no, it's a wash. Wait, no, they're they're at home. They're it's in Washington. Home. Yeah, yeah. So it it doesn't it wouldn't matter even right. if it was in Philly. It <laughs> light them up, light them up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, let's go back. Let's go to running back. Um, are are we doing quarterbacks? Would sit this week or no? We'll go. We'll get the cold after we do the hots. Ah, okay. Let's, okay, let's that get works. Our, let's get our starts done first. Okay. So. Hot five running backs, standard scoring. If you own if you own Adrian Peterson and you even have to think about this, quit playing fantasy football today. Just stop. Um, as long as he's walking, as long as he's running, as long as he's in the Minnesota Vikings lineup, he needs to be in your lineup. Uh, also, Arian Foster. I don't care how many carries he has. He's going to score fantasy points off of volume alone. Um, and he's playing San Diego. So, yeah, he needs to be in your starting lineup week one. C.J. Spiller, the man that I have, my number two overall ranked running back. Like I said, this week is all about playing your studs. This is week one. Don't overthink this. We could go into a lot of other running backs also who we say play your studs. But, um I did kind of go off the map a little bit with this one. This is where we were talking about the last game. Get Alfred Morris in here against the Philadelphia Eagles um, run defense or um, lack thereof. Alfred Morris, I think, is going <laughs> to run wild on him. What did he run last year? He ran for 141 yards, I believe, against in, in one of the games against the Eagles. And I Probably. think they're... Yeah. I, think, I think their defense is worse. So, <laughs> and number two, because or number two, number five, because this is um, the first week of the year instead of week thirteen or fourteen or fifteen or eight. I, yeah, I have Darren McFadden as my number five running back. They did switch back to his uh, power run scheme. They got rid of that zone blocking scheme from last year that he did not do very well in in the games he did play. So, you know, he kind of wears down as the season ends. You know, he usually has good games at the beginning of the year, and the Colts' run defense was not that great last year. I don't like comparing defenses from year to year, you know, at the beginning of the season because of the high turnover rate in the NFL, but I still think McFadden can have a good game, and he might even have a good game even in the passing game if they get down, which I expect them to get down early to the to the Colts. Yep. For sure, as long as he doesn't tweak a hammy or roll an ankle. That, that won't be until week, that's not till week 13, don't worry. I, yeah, yeah, let's hope so. But <laughs> All right, what do you um, got for PPR? For PPR, um, a lot of big names. Uh, guys, you're not going to want to sit, like you talked about, the New Orleans-Atlanta matchup. You don't want to sit Steven Jackson. New team, um, great offensive line, great quarterback, great wide receivers are going to open up the field for him and expect a big game from Steven Jackson. Uh, I like Matt Forte quite a bit, even though they're playing Cincinnati, and we don't want to compare him. Cincinnati's got a pretty decent defense, um, but I think Tressman's going to get Forte involved a lot more in the passing game. And from what we saw in preseason, occasionally he was in on the goal line carries, which would be a great bonus for him. Um, number three, and this for me, it's no no particular order who I guess I like the best. Uh, I would say Jamal Charles. In Jacksonville, I really expect him to run wild. I mean, he may be the number one scoring running back in PPR this week or for the entire season, for that matter. Um, Andy Reid loves throwing to his running backs. Charles can really catch the ball and do a lot of damage in space. Um, and Jacksonville's awful. So 
um, that being said, uh, number four, I, I like Frank Gore for the Sunday afternoon game. They've got Green Bay at home. Uh, he catches the ball well. Great offensive line. And Green Bay has not been statistically great against the run the past few years. Um, the 49ers have exploited them the last couple of times they played them and expect a big game from Gore. And last but not least, I've got Reggie Bush, who, um, since it is PPR, I've got to include him. Uh, playing against Minnesota, who had a stout run defense last year, the only the caveat is that Bush will get tons and tons of receptions. And we saw that in the last preseason game. Stafford targets him quite a lot out of the backfield and um, expecting big things from Bush tomorrow. Wow. No Darren Sproles in, uh, in a week one divisional matchup, which could be a shootout? I don't even need to mention. If you're sitting Darren Sproles in PPR, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you shouldn't be playing fantasy. <laughs> There you go. There you go. Okay, good job. Um, let's move right along. Let's get into wide receivers. Okay. Uh, let's see. Number one, Calvin Johnson. <laughs> Again. <laughs> if you're trying to play matchups with Calvin Johnson, just quit. Just quit. Number two, I actually have uh, Larry Fitzgerald. And it, this isn't me being a homer. I think... Uh, I hate to say it, but I do think the Rams are going to be very good this year. I actually, I actually in our in our little uh, our little pick'em that Adam sent around, I actually picked the Rams to win the division. Wow. I don't know. I don't know why I did, but I did. <laughs> um, you know, they did have the best divisional record last year. I think they have a young team and a very up and coming team, and I think they're going to be better than people think. I actually think the Cardinals and the Rams are going to be a lot better than people think. And I pick Fitz because I got a feeling that they're going to be down in this game, and Carson Palmer's just going to lock onto him. I I really think that Larry Fitzgerald could have a chance this season to lead the league in receptions. It would not be a surprise to me. Uh, number three, I picked Reggie Wayne against the Oakland Raiders defense. Um, yeah, Oakland Raiders defense, <laughs> like we said earlier, and Andrew Luck. I, I don't think that uh, the, those other guys are ready to take over for Wayne yet. I think that Andrew Luck is going to target him and target him often. Um, number four, I got Des Bryant against the Giants. I just think Des is Des. He could uh, surpass Calvin Johnson in yards and touchdowns this year. Wow. I think he's got a realistic shot at it. And my number five, we talked about this game earlier, the Redskins-Philadelphia Eagles game. I got Pierre Garçon. Garcon is claiming that he's 100% healthy. I think if he's 100% healthy, he has a chance at being a top 10 wide receiver. We saw in the first half of week one last year, uh, RG3 just locked onto him, and he had 100 and something yards receiving and two touchdowns in the first half of that game. Mm -hmm. And I expect that as long as he is healthy, I expect that to continue. He is above and beyond the best wide receiver on that team. And I do think that him and Robert Griffin have – have some chemistry already. So yep. there's my five. <laughs> awesome. Start them. All right. So uh, for me, I'm going to, I'm going to try and pick, I've got different names than you just so we don't have the same. Um, even though for PPR, all those guys Regan just listed are fantastic um, options. I'll go a little bit deeper this week. Um, in, in as well as Reggie Wayne, I'm really high on T Y Hilton this, this week. Um, I don't buy the Darius Hayward Bay um, smoke coming out of 
Pagano and the offensive coordinator's mouth. I mean, we saw who showed up in the preseason, and it was Hilton. He continually makes plays. And even though he may not catch a ton of volume uh, in PPR, he's still valuable. Luck will be throwing the ball quite a bit. Um, I also I like Marcus Colston in a PPR. I know we've, we've hit on that game quite a bit, and I know you're a big Colston guy. Um, I think Breeze just targets the heck out of Colston, and um, especially in PPR, he's, he's even more valuable. Uh, staying in the same game, I like, um, and I guess I'll just use both receivers. I like Roddy White and Julio Jones. I think um, it could be a problem like last year where uh, teams pick their poison and eliminate one of them, uh, but I think if you've got them both on your team, you're starting them, and uh, they're both going to produce this week. Sounds good. Mm. Sounds good. I like them too. No, I, I was debating them also, but I wanted to pick somebody. Uh, I wanted to pick some guys who 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 had a clearer shot at it. <laughs> trying to trying to pick between one or the other. Yeah. All right. Let's get on to tight ends. I, okay. I don't think there's I don't think there's a dispute for number one. Right. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, Julius I mean, Thomas had something to say about it on Thursday night, but uh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but were you? Would you have picked him? Would you picked him beforehand? You know, it's funny story. In my home league, I've got him on my bench, and I'm starting Graham. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. Exactly. Okay, Jimmy Graham, number one, and I, I think that can go for both of us. Uh, number two, I got Jason Witten, obviously with uh. Tony Roma, he's Tony Roma's favorite target. Even with Des Bryant there, he catches the volume of the passes, and I don't think that ends yet. Number three, I've got uh, I got Tony Gonzalez in there for the tight end. I still think he's going to be targeted heavy, and he's going to be targeted often, and he's going to be targeted in the red zone uh, by Matt Ryan. Number four, Zach Sudfeld. Wow. Uh, get him in there and play him. I it looks like um, Gronk is not going to play Week One. So get him in there because they don't have anybody else. So <laughs> he he looked good, and myself, I'm starting him in four leagues. So <laughs> start him. I mean, I, I, I think you can't go wrong. I think he's talented. I know he's an undrafted rookie free agent, and that does not always work. Or, or he, not undrafted, but he was a late-round pick. And, and that doesn't always work, but I think it's going to work here. And my last one, I've got uh, Jordan Cameron against those Miami Dolphins. I think that uh, a Norv Turner offense, tight ends flourish, and I think this kid's got the got the skills to to flourish in this offense. All right, cool. Um, let's see. I've got, of course, Graham is my number one um, across the board. I also I like Kyle Rudolph this week. Uh, I don't think Detroit has a good pass defense. I think, I mean, it, we don't want to compare them like we said to previous years, but they've never had a great pass defense, and I think Ponder has fewer weapons than he did last year, and even though I like Patterson, um, I don't think he's ready to assume Percy Harvin's role just yet. Uh, I think he's still a little bit raw. Um, I like Fred Davis a lot to stick with uh, not to stick with Washington players. I uh, saw him in camp as well, and uh, he's healthy. He's back from his injuries, recovered, and I think that... Uh, when he's on the field, he's a, a great weapon for that team, and I think they're going to use him quite a bit. Um, I do like Sudfeld. I think this is a situation where um, if he has a couple big weeks, you can trade him. Uh, once Gronk comes back, I'm not sure how heavily involved he's going to be, especially if they flex Vereen out um, of the slot or put Vereen in motion. 
Um, and let's see, very last one. This week, of course, I like uh, Tony Gonzalez uh, and Jason Witten. I'll kind of lump them together as one in the same game. We kind of... Uh, oh, sorry. Oh, they're, they're playing New Orleans. Uh, so I, I like both Witten and, and Gonzalez. <laughs> so. Sounds good. All right. There's your guys' hot fives for scoring. Standard scoring leagues and PPR leagues. There's hot fives from at every position. Get them in your lineups. If you got them, get them. Put them in there. Now... Let's uh let's move on to guys that um you should not be starting by any means this week. And let's start with quarterbacks again. My number one guy, uh Geno Smith. Don't start him <laughs> at all. Don't start him the whole year. I, I no. If you gotta rely on Geno Smith, you you've already lost. Just you you might as well start uh trading your assets and um <laughs> get some draft picks for next year. <laughs> Um, number two, I actually put Sam Bradford, even though I, I said I was high on the Rams. I think that the uh, Arizona Cardinals defense is going to create a lot of turnovers. They may not stop the run, and they may give up yards, but I do think just from what I saw in uh, various training camps, going to going to practices and the preseason games, I do think they're going to have an active flying around defense that's going to create a lot of turnovers. And so I don't like Bradford this week because I'm not high on Bradford, even though I'm high on the rest of the team. I, I'm not a Brett Sam Bradford fan. Sorry, Russell Clay. I uh, know that's your boy. Um, Philip Rivers against the Houston Texans. I uh, same same thing. I think he's a turnover machine, and he's got nobody to throw to. And Houston's got a good defense, so I think he might get killed. Um, Jay Cutler against the Bengals defense. I really believe that the the Bengals unheralded unnamed defense no name guys I think that the Bengals are going to have the best defense in the league this year and I would be scared to start any quarterback against them and Jay Cutler's a turnover machine also so and my final one is going to be a shocker Cam Newton uh, Seattle Seahawks defense. <laughs> you took you took my guy. That was my number one. Do not start this week. <laughs> Cam Newton scored seven <laughs> fantasy points against Seattle last year, and I don't think Seattle's going to take a step back defensively. I think they're one of the creams of the crop for defense in the NFL. And um, yeah, I'm going to sit Cam Newton. Yeah, I I totally agree. That was that was the number one guy. I would I will, would not play him this week. Um, great, pretty much every week. And you know he may he may um, put some points on the board, and I'll be happy to eat my words. But I won't play him. I actually, don't own him on any teams. But I wouldn't play him if I did. Um, <laughs> um, I I will be able to eat my words because every Tuesday I'm going to put out it in either a. Uh, Pat myself on the back article <laughs> or a uh, eat crow article on on how I did with these picks. So nice. every everybody will be able to come out and say I told you so. I'm putting myself out on the line for these. So oh, that that's pretty cool. I look forward to reading that. Um, I'm gonna go same game. You said Bradford. I'm gonna say Carson Palmer. Um, I know he gets a lot of he got a lot of garbage points in Oakland last year. Um, but and and not to knock the uh, the Cardinals, Regan, but I, I think St. Louis has a really good defense, pass defense, and they're at home in the dome, 
and I wouldn't stop Palmer. Palmer, he's going to have a lot of opportunities to start for your team this year, especially if you stream quarterbacks. This just would not be the week I would do it. Um, I also, I wouldn't start Josh Freeman. They're at New York. New York is terrible on offense, but the only thing Rex Ryan can seem to get right is coach semi-decent defense. And um, I, I think that Cromartie locks down uh, Vincent Jackson, and if they're going to do their damage, I think they probably do it on the ground with Martin uh, tomorrow. Um, I also wouldn't start Jake Locker if you needed if you're thinking about starting Jake Locker. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to start a quarterback in Pittsburgh in week one. Um, I know Pittsburgh's been down. Their defense hasn't been what it was the past couple of years, but I, I still wouldn't do it. I wouldn't want to start Jake Locker in a bye week. <laughs> We're on the same page then. Um, and, you know, I'm going to probably get a lot of flack for this, um, but the last one, and, and it's hard. You can't sit this guy really ever, but he had not, did not, has not performed well in San Francisco the last few seasons and I, I really I wouldn't it would only it would come down to having a, sec, a decent option second option but I I wouldn't start Aaron Rodgers and I know it sounds crazy um, but San Francisco has a incredible defense and they're at home on the bay the ball's going to be sailing everywhere with the wind and I wouldn't wouldn't play him it doesn't sound crazy to me at all. There's a reason he's not in my uh, hot five. I mean, you wouldn't. I mean, if you have him, you're not sitting him. But you, I would think about it if you had a quarterback you could stream that had a better matchup for this week. Um, yeah, I mean, that's one of those things. Like we said, don't overthink this. You play your studs, and that's the reason that you play them. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But if you're in a, if you're in one of those leagues where you were the guy that drafted quarterbacks in the first and second round, <laughs> hey. Maybe start your second rounder this week. Or even if you've had, if you have somebody like Luck or Griffin or even Kaepernick on your bench, you know, I would consider playing those guys over, over, um, over Rogers this week. Going forward, probably not, but uh, definitely for week one. All right, let's get on to running backs. Um, Ryan Matthews, Houston defense, sit him. D'Angelo Williams. Seattle Seahawks defense, <laughs> sit him. Ben Jarvis, Green Ellis, I don't care what defense, sit him. <laughs> Mark Ingram against the Atlanta uh, against Atlanta Falcons. I, I'm sitting Mark Ingram this week because, like I said, I think it's a shootout, and if it's a shootout, Darren Sproles is going to be on the field, not Mark Ingram, so I don't think he's going to see the ball a ton. And my final one, Chris Ivory against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense. Um, I'm I'm sitting Ivory this week. I like the Bucks defense. I think uh, I think they're going to take a, a nice step forward. Also, their weak spot last year was their defensive backs, not their defensive line, and they shored up the whole thing. So I don't think that their line will get tired at the end of games. So yeah, I don't want anything of I don't I don't want any part of Ivory um, this week either. All right, um, for me. I'm gonna go with uh, Samad Bradshaw starting this week. Probable, yes. So I, I would not play Samad Bradshaw. Um, he's think he, I think he's just an injury risk. I think you have to wait and see what he can do, how healthy he is. Um, he'll probably be splitting carries with uh, Vic Ballard this week, and I would keep an eye on him and you know move forward with him very carefully. He and his uh, brittle geisha feet. <laughs> 
Uh, and the two guys, that, at two and three guys, if you drafted them, they were most likely first-round picks, but I do not like them this week. Um, I'm not high on LaShawn McCoy at Washington on Monday night. Um, I know that it doesn't seem like Philadelphia has anybody else to give the ball to, but Washington has a very good defense, and I think they'll feed off the crowd, and I would not expect a great game from McCoy. Um, in the same similar fashion, uh, Trent Richardson, and again, it's going to sound like a homer pick, but he's going up against a very, very stout Miami run defense. Um, and I do not expect him to have a fantastic game. I wouldn't be surprised if he was towards the lower end of maybe the top 20, top 25 running backs for week one. Um, it's hard. I mean, you probably, you're not sitting Maurice Jones through if you have him, um, but I don't like their O-line and I don't like um, the team at all. I don't like playing at quarterback, and I think Kansas City has an underrated defense. And lastly, well, yeah, let, let's just put that out there now. Blaine Gabbard is not on my cold <laughs> list because um, you shouldn't even own him. He shouldn't be on the bench. Period. So yeah, 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 yeah. Don't start Blaine Gabbard either. <laughs> last um last for me is Eddie Lacy. I won't I wouldn't play him. I I own him on a couple leagues where he's my RB two just because of the way the draft shook out and I've got to play him. Um, but if you've got other options, I I wouldn't play him this week. I think 49 the 49ers will shut down the run game. I wouldn't be surprised if that game was either low scoring or if the 49ers put up a lot of points and shut the Packers down again. All right. That sounds good. Um, let's go on to wide receivers. Now my number one, Greg Jennings. I just uh, his quarterback is Christian Ponder. So, and I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what Greg Jennings has left in the tank. Um, and I actually, if 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 I was going to start a rookie wide receiver this season, it'd be uh, Patterson over anybody else. I, I I think he's above and beyond the best wide receiver on that team. And I just don't know what Greg Jennings, like I said, I don't know what he has left in the tank. Uh, number two, Kenny Britt um, against Pittsburgh. I'm just not a Britt fan, and I think that Kendall Wright is clearly the cream of the crop on that team. And, and yeah, I, yeah, I just don't like Kenny Britt. I, I just, I've never been a fan. I think his hype has always been way bigger than what he actually puts out. So, uh, number three. The hype machine, Tavon Austin against Arizona. The rookie wide receiver in his first NFL game, and he's going to be shadowed by the uh, soon-to-be defensive rookie of the year uh, in Tyron Matthew. I don't want any part of Tavon Austin. I think he's a, he's a gadget player, and he's being overhyped as a wide receiver. And he's a, like I said, yeah, gadget player and kick returner. I, he's got no business being start being started as a wide receiver. Number four, Vincent Brown against Houston. Um, last time I checked, Houston has a pretty good defensive back named Jonathan Joseph on their team. And Vincent Brown is the only wide receiver that um, is healthy in San Diego. So I think that uh, he's going to be blanketed by Jonathan Joseph. And, you know, his blazing four six five speed is not going to be able to pull away from Joseph. So um, and my last wide receiver is Denarius Moore. Um, Terrell Pryor starting against Indy, and 
Let's let's see how he does before you go start in Denarius Moore. I'm not not a big fan of it. I, I guess if, if if you're starting him at a flex spot, you you'd be okay. But yeah, I I I I'm I'm gonna stay away from that. I don't want him in my starting lineup this week. It's just not a good matchup for him. Right. For me, um, I'm going to go with uh, Steve Smith as my number one sit for this week. Uh, he's playing uh, Seattle, and as much as I love Steve Smith and his effort and his feistiness, I really don't see him overcoming the obstacles that are Cam Chancellor, uh, Brendan Browner, and Richard Sherman. I mean, I, I think they're going to force... Cam Newton to I, someone else. I bet you I bet you that he out jumps Richard Marshall for at least one ball. I'm, I'm Richard Marshall or Richard Sherman? Richard Sherman. Uh, yeah, Richard I I bet you he I think in the I in the context of a whole game, I think you'll get one. Yeah, so that, I, I bet you he does. I bet you he out jumps him for one ball. I won't take that bet. It'd have to be more than one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like seven. 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 Okay, that's getting crazy. <laughs> um, I'm gonna number two, a guy that you are very high on in the preseason, uh, Mr. Stevie Johnson. Uh, a, he's got EJ Manuel throwing in the ball, an injured EJ Manuel. Uh, two, he's been running his mouth the entire week, and I think New England's gonna take it to him. Uh, just gut feeling. I know they don't have a lot of people to throw the ball to, but I think New England shuts him down. I think you're nuts. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, let's see. Uh, number three, and again, not to pick on the Packers, but I would, I would not start uh, Randall Cobb. He actually, the last two games against San Francisco last year, uh, can you tell me how many receptions and yards he went for? I don't know. Five, can you tell me? Two, in two games, five receptions, twenty-four yards. As their third, as their third wide receiver option, second third wide receiver option last year, Cobb had a great year, but against the 49ers, he was not very effective. And now coming in as the focal point of the Packers offense, I think the 49ers are going to focus even more on shutting him down. And maybe Aaron Rodgers throws to Jordy Nelson and James Jones a little bit more tomorrow. Which would help me, because I own both of them in a few <laughs> leagues, and I don't own, I don't own Cobb in any league. <laughs> Because I didn't buy the hype from the beginning. Um, next guy is uh, Emmanuel Sanders. I don't think he's got the skills to play the wide receiver two spot. Um, I think that Wheaton overtakes him shortly. But I guess if you're forced to play him, if if we're looking that far down your roster, um, stick him in there. I just not a big fan for this week. Um, and then I wouldn't. I also wouldn't. I wouldn't play DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, I know they're playing San Diego, and he's rumored to be healthy, but I think the concussion risk is just a little too high for me at this point. I'd rather see a couple games out of him um, if you're planning on starting him. And lastly, I think, I think I'll take Tavon Austin the same way you said. He's supposed to be a PPR machine this year, but I think he's just got to prove it to me. I wouldn't start him week one, um, and especially not against the Arizona secondary. I think yeah, he's just, no, no they're too fast and, you know, you've got the honey badger who looks like he's gonna hunt this week, so. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he might take Tavon's head off. <laughs> well, let's hope not, but, uh. <laughs> <laughs> he might. <laughs> Alright, let's move on to tight ends. Let's get this show on the road. Right. Um, number one, Greg Olson. Seattle Seahawks defense, Greg Olson. Um, yeah, Cam, Cam Chancellor, welcome. Yeah, Jermichael Finley, 
playing in San Francisco, hands of stone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Brandon Myers, I put. I, I, I'd like to see a little chemistry first. I'd like to see more, more chemistry between him and Eli before, uh, I rely on him. I, I know that a lot of people are high on him, but, um, New York Giants haven't had a uh, top 10 tight end since 1995, uh, finish. As, as many big games as we've seen individually from a tight ends from the New York Giants, they haven't had a uh, tight end finish in the top 10 in, in fantasy scoring since 1995. So yeah, I'm going to stay away from Brandon Myers pretty much all year. Um, Brent Selleck against the Washington, um, defense. I, I do think Brent Selleck is a, is a talented tight end for what he gives. I, I, I just want, I want to see what Philly's offense actually is first before I go claiming any tight ends. And my last one, Scott Chandler against New England. Um, like, we, like you said with Stevie Johnson, I think that, uh, that I think Stevie Johnson's going to see all the balls. And I don't think EJ Manuel, um, built up any chemistry with Scott Chandler at all in, in the preseason. I don't even think he knows who Scott Chandler is. He, he, <laughs> he might not even know if that guy's on the field or not. So yeah, I, if, it, I, I would stay far, 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 far away from Scott Chandler. All right. You know what's funny is, uh, last year Scott Chandler against the Patriots scored 22 and 17 and a half points in two games for, for I, know. I, I know that. <laughs> but I agree with you. I wouldn't play him. That was with Ryan, that was with Ryan Fitzpatrick. That was not with each other. Oh, can, can it get any worse for Bill's fans? <laughs> um, okay. For, so for PPR for me, um, guys I'd stay away with, away from this week is, uh, one for me is Jared Cook. I don't, I don't buy it. Um, he's a, he's a, a physical freak, but again, similar to Taylor Austin, I'm going to need to see it before I've got him in my starting lineup. Um, just, I don't think Bradford can support that many weapons, and I think, like we've said countless times on this podcast, Arizona has a pretty decent pass defense. Um, I also don't like Jermaine Gresham playing at Chicago. Um, I think that the Bears have one of, the, obviously one of the best defenses, and they're really good against the tight end, and I think they shut him down. Um, the guy that was on your hot five for tight ends is Jordan Cameron. I don't like him this week. Uh, Josh Gordon's not playing. And the other receiving options for the Browns have been mediocre at best. I think that uh, the Dolphins will key in as, on Cameron as a playmaker in the passing game. And since they've improved their linebacking core um, with Wheeler and Ellerby, I think that people are going to be sorely disappointed in his output for this week. Going forward, I like him, but not this week. Uh, and then finally... Sorry, guys. I don't like Delaney Walker if he plays. <laughs> I don't think you're starting him going kind of deep. Um, but the Pitt has a really good defense. Come on, hey, Delaney hey, Walker. You had a likes Delaney I don't Walker. like Delaney. Well, I don't think you should start him this week. Yeah, I, I hey. don't think anybody's starting Delaney Walker. You're probably 100% right. But, uh, you know, it's hard I when I go Delaney, after you. I don't you take all the good names and I've got to come up. I don't. Well, <laughs> next week you can go first. Next week you can go first. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't think Delaney Walker is rostered in it. I very much doubt he is. <laughs> we'll chalk that up to the uh, first podcast. Delaney Walker. Wow. <laughs> no, watch. I bet he goes out and scores 20 points this week. 
<laughs> exactly. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna pull a Julius. <laughs> That's gonna be classic. That's gonna be awesome. All right. Well, that uh, is gonna wrap up the very first um, fakepigskin.com uh, Tinker Time Sunday morning podcast. Um, so much for fifteen to twenty minutes. Yeah. What, 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 where are we at now? <laughs> We're at thirty-six and okay. a half minutes. Okay. So we'll trim it down. We'll, we'll we'll get it down. We'll get it going. Well, yeah. This is our first one. Just, yeah. It's feel, feel free to turn us right. off after, you know, after wide receivers. That's okay. Tomorrow. <laughs> or, or not. <laughs> you can, you can, you can suffer with the rest of us. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, um, for Asher Curzon, real, at real ABC on, uh, Twitter. This is, uh, Regan Yant, and we hope you enjoyed our very first podcast.